Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy romance and romantic fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. I've got a very nice carrying note on the chimes this morning. Today is Tuesday, October 5th. It's uh, the morning glory wrapped around the, uh, I don't know what you call that, the dangler, the dangler on the wind chimes. It's adding a little bit of a different tune. Looks like we might get a freeze next week. So um, have to savor savor the garden while I have it. So, um, so yeah, I was very talky yesterday. All the information, um, in my nose it's itchy today. Wasn't it supposed to mean like a surprise is coming or I forget what the superstition says. Today's very busy today. I'm going to go get my hairs did. Uh, if you're on video, you can see I need it. And I also have a mani pedi today. It's unusual for me to have those on the same day. I ended up changing those around because of the, um, the NINC conference that I ended up then not going to. Still glad I made that decision. Um, sorry that it looked like they did not have many people there. Uh, but so it goes, you know, they were probably pretty locked into it and that's the case. You know, you just got to do the best you can. Um, still, still dealing with all of this. It'll be so, I know I keep saying this, but it'll be interesting to look back on this and sort of once we get some distance and process it, what we think. So yeah, I have to try to get my words in before I go do all of that. I have a couple of CIFWA meetings today too. So I'm probably going to be sitting in the parking lot in my car, um, having meetings. I was thinking about going to a coffee shop, but, um, I don't know. I just always think it's so obnoxious when people are doing like zoom meetings in coffee shops and public spaces. It's just, um, you know, that right up there with like people who play the music on their phones or play, you know, play things on their phones with the sound up. It's like you raised, (laughs) I don't know what would be the modern equivalent of raised in a barn, raised in a, uh, (laughs) I don't even know. So yesterday, um, Facebook was out for a huge part of the day, Facebook and a lot of their attendant services, um, Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus for hours and hours and hours. And the, um, some of the more it savvy people in CIFWA on the Slack channel were explaining it and saying that, um, probably what happened or what it was sounding like happened is they pushed out a configuration update and there was an error in it that amounted to like a missing comma. And it, the analogy that one of the guys used, John Murphy, John Murphy's great. Um, and he's a, an excellent writer too. 
I really enjoy him. He, uh, he said it was like as if somebody had deleted a town off the map and that they totally had the GPS coordinates for the town, but, uh, because they deleted the town off the map, the GPS could no, would no longer work (laughs) and that they had a map, but the map was in a locker that could only be opened by the same thing that would allow them to find the map or find the town. So yeah, I guess it was a big deal. Um, the science fiction writers were having a good time with it because it was a good example of, um, a small error making a system responsible for a great many things fail because the same system that stopped working was the one that allowed their, allowed them to badge enter into the building. So people who were outside the building couldn't get their badges to work to get in so they could fix the problem. And people who were inside the building couldn't get into restricted areas because their badges were not working. Um, and a lot of their collaborative software like shared drive type stuff wasn't working for the same reason. So it came up later after nine, uh, later afternoon. Um, but the it people were all wincing in sympathy (laughs) for the people. They were saying they were probably having to go around and like manually restart things one by one by one, which I think is a lot of things. So, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, it was interesting. Um, you know, and then of course there's all the attendant social commentary with Facebook and Instagram, you know, and people saying things like, well, you know, if you notice your anxiety level going down, then that's something to pay attention to, which I didn't, but I don't look at it all that much. Um, I was supposed to do a takeover of like the urban fantasy fiends group yesterday. So that didn't happen. And actually that did lower, uh, at least my stress level because it was like, Oh, one less thing to do. I wasn't too heartbroken about that. So yeah, you know, it's funny cause everybody has to have their hot, hot take on things and you know, it, and there were conspiracy theories too. Um, you know, people saying, well, maybe, uh, you know, that this has to do with, you know, Facebook, you know, having to answer questions, being on trial for some stuff and the new data from Instagram, which is shocking. There's I, you, that's my shocked Pikachu face. Um, <laughs> that looking at Instagram, um, makes teenage girls feel insecure about their appearance. Uh, it's the same thing we were same conversation we were having about, you know, like women's magazines in the day, you know, the, uh, I enjoy watching, following some of the Instagrammers who point out all of the, um, like filtering and, uh, adjusting of images by the Instagram influencers and how they make themselves look different than they do in real life, you know, and it's, it's just the next phase of Photoshopping. Really. Uh, I realize it's this generation's phase of Photoshopping, but you know, Jay's when was it in the seventies 
you know, everybody was bananas about Stevie Nicks photoshopping her image for the cover of her album. And I don't know, it just feels like one of those things that is, you know, as soon as human beings figure out how to um, develop a technology, then they figure out how to make themselves look better or seem smarter with it. Uh, it's what monkeys do. And by this, I'm not discounting the impact of Instagram. I do think it's really dangerous. And in fact, I stopped following those people who were showing a lot of the, um, you know, like how the filtering works and all of that, because I could tell it was not making me happy. Um, I was fascinated, but then I was also just upset by it. I was bothered and I thought, and it made me think about my own body too much. I was like, geez, you know, even, even that level of it. So, no, choose not to look people. I realize that that's easier said than, but it's always an option. Uh, attended to that. So I'm going to talk about dragon's daughter and the winter mage. So if you have not yet read it and plan to, you might bug out now because I'm going to be spoilery because I want to talk about something that has to do with like body image and how we think about people. And I was, I I was about to say, I was shocked. I'm not shocked. Um, I was dismayed to see a review that really blasted the book. Um, like a two star review. I, I don't normally look at my reviews, right? Uh, for good reasons. And this is part of why I went to Amazon to see if there were how many ratings there were because I didn't do arcs this time. And I was curious to see if there were more or less ratings so far than if I had done arcs advanced review copies. Um, and reader, I did not notice a difference, but I saw that it like had a four star rating and that like there were a couple of low star ratings. And I was like, huh, you know, I don't, you know, I shouldn't have looked because I don't often get low star ratings. One of them was clearly a troll. It was the, um, this book reads like the outline of a book. That was like a one star. It's like, yeah. Thank you, you jealous hag, whoever you are. And I'm using hag in a genderless uh, sense. You know, whoever you are, th- it, that's a very standard troll comment to make that the book reads more. I don't know if they must have picked it up from somewhere, but you know, it's like reads more like an outline. Uh, it's like, I'm, I'm not even worried about that because I know that's not true. But this other one, the reader was, and it was like a two star was very, very upset about the fact that spoilers coming that Eisen was old, uh, that he had been trapped in this altar realm for 50 years and that he was, I mean, she says he's like 80. I have him in his late seventies, but you know, potato, potato. And, um, she was felt like I had cheated Jen that it was revolting. Um, she was, 
she was very upset about it and you know and the thing is <laughs> i knew that's why i'm saying i'm not shocked because i knew i was making a choice i considered making it be less time than that but then i thought no i i want this to be a real problem i want this to be an extreme case and one of the things that she complained about was that it she called it insta love and this is one of those things i think um readers get in the habit of reading other reviews and they kind of mindlessly parrot certain phrases and they don't even know what they really mean when they say it they just want to say that they didn't like a thing um, and she says it was insta love which is uh one way of saying you know it's like love at first sight or um basically insta love is physical attraction people so one reason that even though eisen is old i mean okay he's old he's but he's in i mean as dorinda said he's totally hot i mean he's in excellent physical condition except for an injury and he is you know well muscled and all of that but Jen the whole point okay and and I rarely say these things about reviews but I feel like this is really important um the whole fucking point is that it's not insta love that Jen falls in love with him anyway that she falls in love with the person that he is and that his age doesn't matter and I'm going to put forward that if you find the fact that he is physically in his late 70s revolting then you are being ageist I'm sorry that's ageism and it's I'm sorry for you you know maybe you need to get to know some older people just going to put that out there. Oh, David's coming. I'll have to pause. Okay, he's not coming, or he didn't need me. So, you know, the thing is, and and maybe it's not fair to make a sweeping statement but one thing I have noticed about the younger generations and and I and maybe it is tied in with like this Instagram thing and this acute awareness of of physicality I, I don't know why I just the screen when I'm trying to uh, deal with the sun coming up doesn't change anything um you know I noticed that there is a lot of age phobia among the y- younger generations and I think that you know I mean nobody wants to get old and die <laughs> that's just but you know that's part of our deal in life and I know many men of my age and older who are vital robust and sexually attractive men and <laughs> you know your your life doesn't end at 30 or 40 or or whatever and and all of this I'm going to say with the caveat that if you don't enjoy reading the book that's fine because I'm a total believer in you know that reading should be a should spark joy it should bring bring joy and if it's not joyful to you then totally fair 
you know, I'm, I'm sorry if it wasn't a joyful experience, but if, if you're revolted by Eisen being physically old, that he has aged in this time and that it is disgusting. Um, yeah, I think maybe think about that, you know, get, give it some, some intense thought because you know, people come in all shapes, sizes, colors, and ages. And one thing that we can all be sure of is, and it's best case scenario, right? Is that we are going to get older, that we are going to age. And you know, the, as, as the joke goes, it beats the alternative, right? You know, and you can die young and leave a beautiful corpse if your ageism is that profound. So, so I thought that was interesting. I don't know if there's been more than that one review because I, I haven't looked, but, um, but yeah, I'm actually feeling a little defiant about this one. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't back off on that one. It's, um, and, and continuing the spoilers because we've already spoiled, but this is like an extra spoiler. I did debate on uh, whether to have him regain his youth, uh, as he comes out of the altar room and Dorinda and I talked about it to some extent, and I didn't want it to be waving a magic wand and making everything better, but I also wanted him to get back the life that was stolen from him. And, and to me, it was just part of the magical happy ever after. So, so yes, he does regain his youth and but he's still the same person inside right because who we are inside it doesn't matter what the physical shell is you guys um so yeah i but one of the things that she complained about was she said oh he gains his youth in the last 10 pages but that's not enough because like her getting to enjoy the mental image of Eisen being in his late twenties again, wasn't enough to like feed her spank bank or something. Um, I don't know. I don't understand it. And, and I normally wouldn't go on at this, at this kind of length. And I totally respect the fact that this is her opinion and I wouldn't say anything to her directly. Uh, it's a bit of a excursion that I'm doing it this much, but it's like, um, yeah, if, if you don't understand that it's, it's the person inside that someone falls in love with. And that's the whole point with Jen's story is that she, you know, she needs needed time to Jen, Jen had spent a lot of time searching for some kind of ideal and she needed to find the person where the packaging didn't matter. And I, I think that's an important lesson. So on that note, I will remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network, and you will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. You all take care. Sorry. Bye.